cheddar's the best. Welcome to Dial the Wild Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Travis. I'm not Travis. So you are that, yeah. By process of elimination, I'm Seth. Okay. Well, now we know. We are catching up here on some scores on the big screen in the Dial the Wild cave. More or less finished. And definitely more than gotta less. Get, gotta get the bar done. Gotta get my couch down here and hang a few more things. But yeah, honestly, it's looking pretty dope at this point. I'm really happy. I fell asleep in that chair last night watching UFC. That's yeah. how cool that was. Have the lights kind of dimmed down. I quite possibly had one of the best days ever yesterday. Yeah. Tell so, me about your day yesterday. So I wake up and you are actually asking me, when are we leaving? I'm like, oh, I don't have to dig you out of bed. That's cool. Um, <laughs> for For the record. Our father woke me up at five in the morning. I was awake. So, yeah. Anywho, we got these tickets to the old John Deere Classic, which, I don't know, hour and 15 minute drive from here, probably. It's a decent drive, yeah. It's not that bad. We've oh. been up there for Slipknot. We've been in up there for. In terms of driving, now that I have a job where I drive everywhere, it wasn't bad at all. But for like a normal person, that drive kind of sucks. So I wake up, we head for Silvis, Illinois, East Moline, Illinois, whatever you want to call it, to Deer Run to watch John Deere Classic. And that was awesome. We'll get into that after a bit. Um, After that, we got back here and... Had a couple brewskis, watched some of the guys finish up on the TV at the Classic because, you know, we got out of there at a certain time. And then after that, I mowed my yard and I got them dad lines going, bro. I saw that. Them dad lines. And they need some work. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but well. I got them, you know, if ladies, if you want your husband to make the yard look immaculate, just Take him to a PGA event. <laughs> he's going to be inspired. Yeah. Because he's going to see him lines, bro. And I went, lines. I went to the Peoria Mall to hang out at the arcade afterwards. So you went to the Quad Cities, turned around, came back, and then went to Peoria. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I didn't drive there, though. All right. Too bad, then. But uh, did the deadline thing, and then came downstairs. Played a little golf on the old Man Cave TV. Did uh, supper, blah, blah, blah. And then um, came back downstairs and watched UFC in the chair until the end of it, which uh, was really, really impressed with the fights last night. We'll maybe talk about that later. Anywho. Good fights of the day. Really good day. The I mean, I got, I got my dad thing going on. I got my professional golf I'm yeah, we'll just get into it, dude. I I was very yeah, I got a whole flag. Whole flag. Whole flag. Thirty-five. Not a flag made of holes. It's and I got my shot glass. But you know, even you even made the comment yesterday, like I don't watch golf. I play it occasionally, blah blah Mm. blah. 
I mean, you didn't really know what to expect. And it was just like, even if you don't like golf, that was a hell of a time. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Other, I mean, you even got, if you don't like golf, there's a huge appreciation for the seeing professionalism who yeah. are really good at something. And then you watch them be really good at it. it. There's a lot of coolness to that. And yeah, just the overall experience. I've never been to a PGA before, which was cool. Um, and there wasn't like a bunch of the top names there, I wouldn't say, but it was still a PGA event on a beautiful course. Mm -hmm. Like that was one of the most beautiful courses I've been on. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to just go and golf, but you probably have to maybe get asked or maybe like sign up for uh, a club. I was taking some snaps and sending it up to our buddies and whatnot and family and the priest, Eric, Eric, mm-hmm. Eric. Um, he got back to me. He's just like, Hey, do you, uh, do you want to golf that course? I'm like, um, yeah. Bear crap in the <laughs> woods. I got a buddy up there. I can set that up. I'm like, first of all, you're a great friend for offering that. And second of all, you're a terrible ass friend for <laughs> not doing it before now. But in all seriousness, like it's it was a wonderful course. It was a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, watching the people that are the best at what they do do what they do and their processes was great. Chip guy, chip guy. You want to talk about chip guy? All right. So here we were. Well, I want to say we were like on what hole five or six, probably. We kind of did this backwards. Kind of. We yeah. what we should have done, and we'll do this next time if we go. Start at 18 and work the course backwards Mm -hmm. so that we can see every hole and watch every golfer do their thing throughout the day. And then end up. Maybe not everyone, but everyone that we're going to be. But by the time time we got back up to hole one, which was right across from 18, Mm -hmm. uh, it was a really cool setup because you could watch some guys finish up down on the bowl on 18, walk across the street and watch whoever you want to watch tee off. Which was really cool. Yeah, I still don't know how they got this little John Deere <laughs> side the, uh, by side. John Deere Gator on the island out in the middle in of the like lake. A five by five foot island. And they the had it like propped up on rocks, like a yeah. like a tough Jeep commercial. <laughs> but um, it was a I don't know John Deere Gator. We're just hanging out watching these guys play. We should have went the backwards way, mm-hmm. but we didn't, and. We pretty much got emotionally invested in the two guys we were watching just because mm-hmm. we'd watch them tee off. And we're taking the walking path, which is around the fairways and holes. And these golf guys, they're actually very They're walking fit. They walk right down really the fast. middle of the fairway. But they're taking the shortest route possible. And they walk really fast. Yeah, I never realized just how fast they moved on them courses. They might sit and wait there for an hour yeah. once they get there to wait on the group ahead of them. But, yeah, they get there in a hurry. And so we we get halfway up the fairway. We Maybe decide, that's why we're not very good at golf. Maybe we're just not physically so fit. Slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder how good they would be if they actually rode golf carts. Uh, Maybe that decreases their skill. Maybe for the some it might help. Skill, for some it might not. Maybe it takes true skill to just walk the entire course. It might. And actually, when I was younger, I loved walking a course. If you could get up at like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning and walk a course barefoot and play golf, it was great. Mm-hmm. I am fat and old and don't do that anymore. But anywho, we're back to five. Back to five. We get up the hill. 
And we noticed that it's like it wasn't a part. It was a part three. It was yeah. And so we're just four. like every time we get a chance to stop at a part three, we're going to because we might see a hole in one. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, there was two hole in ones at Deer Run this weekend at the TPC. We didn't and see, and we person, didn't see either but... one of them. But we were there. They happened, anyways. So we stop and we get halfway up the hill. I was just like, "Okay, let's just go ahead and like stop. We're gonna start stopping halfway through fairways just so we can watch them tee off from the box and be like right here where the whole where the ball's gonna land." And I think that was the coolest vantage point ever until I almost died, which we'll get to. <laughs> so we watch these these two shots come down and they walk up and we head towards the head towards the green a little bit closer and we're watching them putt. We're staying in the shade, of course, because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're lazy and hot. And we're watching and this is what happened. The shorter dude, um, Ham, I think was his name. Hammond. H A M M, I think was his name. I don't remember. I didn't know the names. We're sitting there watching the putt, and he does his alignment, does his alignment, walks up to the ball, moves his feet, addresses the ball, gets ready to putt, and then makes a nasty look at the hillside and walks back behind the ball. I was just like, what was that? He caught something out of the corner of his eye, something he didn't like. Mm hmm. And this green is a little bit down below, I don't know, it's probably down about 10 foot. We're on top of the hill, but it's like down in a bowl, Yeah, kind of. and there's a berm around the green. And so we're sitting here on this hillside watching this thing, and he once again gets back, does his alignment, addresses the ball, spreads his feet, Gets ready to putt and then again makes this nasty look at a berm behind the green and walks back behind the ball. So we're just like, something there is not adding up. Mm -hmm. Something there is driving this dude nuts. And luckily, I don't know if he was just too nice of a guy to really say something or his caddy didn't catch it or what was going on. Who was working the event because he had one of them neon green Mm. John Deere classic shirts on. And we saw, I noticed beforehand that like this golf cart was driving around with Jimmy John's. Yeah. And I noticed, I was just like, man, that looks good. (laughs) But then I realized that everybody in a green shirt was getting one. So I was like, oh yeah, they bought, they did up Jimmy John's for their worker folk. So I was like, okay, cool. And they're dropping off all the, but that leads to this, where this dude, the the other golfer looking at him goes, hey, buddy with the chips, we can hear you from 300 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a big boy drop a bag of chips so fast in my life. I don't even think he realized what was going on. About Anyway, I'm not 100% sure just how like effective noise is when it comes to like golfing and whatnot. Apparently, for the pros, it it does affect their game a whole lot because they've got people with signs everywhere saying, like, hey, turn your mouth off, turn your ears on. Just Well, there was at one point you had a Budweiser bottle in your hand, Mm -hmm. and it was one of the, what was it, 20-ouncer? So Mm -hmm. uh, decent-sized Budweiser bottle can, aluminum bottle. Yeah. 
and we're just sitting there bullshitting by the green, you know, they're aligning and everything. You're kind of talking. And when we talk, sometimes we get our hands involved a little bit. And this red bottle's going up and down, up and down. I'm like, Seth, they're getting ready to putt. Just either stop talking or stop moving the bottle <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other. But I ended up putting the bottle just behind me. Well, I just didn't want to be that guy that got yelled at because he had this. I didn't like, want to be chip guy. You don't want to be that <laughs> don't guy. Don't be chip guy. <laughs> don't be chip guy, especially on the green, man. Come on. Or or teeing off. Teeing off in the green is probably the worst spots to be making any sort of noise. Well, like the few guys that we watched actually uh, tee off on one because they would announce their name, what mm-hmm. tournaments they won, prior winners of the tournament, yada, yada, yada. Um, they would announce them and then they would come up and they tee off on one. Well, the two guys we watched, one guy shanked it far left. That was the Schwab kid from Austria. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shanked it way left. <laughs> and then the next guy was trying to play it safe and was teeing off with an iron and shanked it way right. So we're like, okay, maybe we shouldn't be watching people tee off anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure not, those were like actually VIP seats that were there. No, those were open to the public. Uh, I mean, there was a sign on the side that said like proper credentials required. Oh, really? Yeah. But, well, you know. We sat there for a while. It's we, <laughs> No one came to check. So, I mean, you know. The only time we got stopped was when there was like a VIP patio. We were just looking for a bathroom. But yeah. she was just like, do you have so-and-so passes? No. No. <laughs> Okay, well, this is just for Bubba. I was like, okay, we're just looking for a bathroom. Sorry. And she pointed out there's everybody that was there was super nice. Uh huh. Everybody that worked the event that was, even if like, because they had places where you'd have to walk across the fairway to get from one hole to the other, and they had their little strings that they, and mm. stop signs and stuff. Even if like they had to stop you or they needed you to move faster to get across the fairway, you know. Everybody was polite. Everybody was nice. Even the ladies that were like holding the um, the score signs that followed yeah. the pros, like they they had them little pouches they yeah, that they, they were, had the signs. They're walking stuck in. all day. They're walking, them. and like if you were trying to see what the score was, like they would walk towards you and turns the sign, and we'd all be, oh, thanks. You know, now we know what their score is, and they'd all be like, oh no, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. And was, everybody was super nice. It was super fun. Uh, chip guy. Um, you know, Chip I hope guy, that you're you, about as bad as bad dad. <laughs> no beer for you. I hope, I hope to God, like you emotionally, um, I hope you never financially recover from going to the John Deere Classic. <laughs> I bet he never touches a bag of Jimmy John's chips the same ever again. So we're sitting on nine right before we're getting ready to leave. We yeah. decided we we're going to sit on nine in the middle of the fairway and just watch some of this go down. Let me phrase this before you phrase that. Go ahead. The entire time, I just really wanted to get hit by a golf ball. I don't know why. I just figured it'd be an experience. And I just wanted to know what would happen if I got hit with a golf ball. But You're like that guy that goes to a UFC event and is like, God, I hope somebody punches me in the face. <laughs> Why? Just you're give gonna, me a reason. Come on. You're gonna die. Maybe this is the day I snap. Maybe this is the day. I and know. I think we picked nine because you had to go to the bathroom I so really incredibly to to the bathroom. bad that like And there for some reason 
The bat that's my only complaint about the course. The bathrooms were spaced out pretty spread out. Very <laughs> very far apart. And you know why they did it that way too? Is because there's a sign next to every Porter John stop that mm-hmm. says don't slam, don't slam the doors. doors yeah. And then nine every ten people to come out of there. They'd get done yeah. and you'd hear that friggin' slam and you're like I was that guy the first time I went there. I, I I kept track of it the last like couple times. So we're sitting there on nine, middle of the fairway, um, along the side, just taking it in. And I was that idiot that was on his phone because mm-hmm. I am that person. And I'm like, if you're at a baseball game or you're at a golfing event or something, you don't need to be on your freaking phone. You need to be watching what's going on. Cause these are professional athletes hitting very hard objects that like, if you get, hitting the head with one uh, things aren't going to go well for you mm-hmm. so i'm sitting there i didn't hear a four i didn't hear a left i didn't hear nothing i heard a <laughs> is exactly what i heard and it was one of those moments where like your life kind of flashes before a little, your eyes a lot of weird things just kind of and I didn't happened. know what had just happened. I just, I, it's not like a bottle rocket going past my face. And then Seth's like, yeah, a ball must hit you. <laughs> I was like, what? And then the guy sitting left of us, he was probably what here to that, probably 12 foot away. Yeah, decent. And he was just like, that ball bounced between us. And it almost made it because we're sitting on a berm that rolls back out into the fairway. So this ball hit the berm between me and this other guy bounced out and still almost made it back onto the fairway like 30 40 yards from where we were sitting so if that thing would have pegged one of us it would not have been good. yeah i was looking over at you to say something when the ball came by i didn't i saw it bounce that was about it i didn't hear anybody hit the ball but i mean i was sitting on the ground and there was nothing i could have done like if that ball was going to hit me it was going to take teeth with it or it was going to hit me in the temple, and you were going to have a very awkward story to tell my wife <laughs> when you got back. Um, Simon Birch. Yeah. Something. Something like Something that. weird was going to happen there. But no, I didn't get hit. Um, Maybe next time. Kelly Kraft was the guy that almost caught. Kelly, if you're out there. Come on the podcast and. And explain and yourself. Explain. <laughs> Explain yourself. Tell us why you have. Why do you have it out for so me? So much and power. Why did you not at least like say you were sorry? I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. If you come on the podcast, everything's forgiven. Everything. But until fine. then, like, because we're Cubs fans, we root for the Cubs more or less. Yeah. So that means we don't like the Cardinals, who uh-huh. lost today, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So, like, I'm going to start rooting for, like, golfers who are not named Kelly Kraft (laughs) (laughs) and hope that he loses everything until he explains himself. (laughs) We're just going to give bad karma. Oh, there's two Kelly Krafts on tour now. One random guy until he comes to the podcast. (laughs) I kind of feel like... uh, one of my favorite movies, the uh, the Quiet Man with John Wayne, where he's in Ireland, mm-hmm. and every time uh, somebody pisses off that one dude, he's just like writes down their name for his list. And if you're on this dude's list, it's not good. It's like Kelly Craft, you're on my list. Oh man, you know why? 
because you play golf for a living. And he almost smoked me in the face with a golf ball. It was my fault that I was not paying attention. If I was paying attention, though, would I have done something different? Probably not. So if I was sitting there on my phone, was that the safest place for me to be to not get smoked by a golf ball? I mean, we were butterfly far enough effect. away from the, uh, the rope. The smartest thing we did before entering this event, because you had to go... Uh, they had two or three different destinations you could park at, and then you got on a shuttle that took you to the event, which that I don't know. Cool. I yeah, didn't, it was I a wasn't five ten minute. It's like a five ten minute bus ride. You know, it wasn't bad. It was very very official. I didn't. I mean, I don't know what else I would expect from an actual pro event, but right. It even for fans, it's very official. It was pretty cool. So, the smartest thing we did was have a. Eight pack of beer that we drank a few of in the parking lot before we went into the event uh-huh. because uh, you're talking about what was it seven dollar beers fairly nice. fairly expensive drinks in that thing but congratulations JT Poston uh, dude mopped twenty one under but they hadn't times. had a uh, hole in one. At Deer Run for the John Deere Classic. They hadn't had a hole-in-one there since like 2009. And there was two today and yes, There was one yesterday and one today. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Kevin Streelman. I was sitting there watching the TV eating breakfast with uh, my wife. And then I watched it. The way that it bounced in front of the green before it rolled up. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it's going in the hole. She goes, no, nah, it's going in the hole. It bounced off. It did. I've never seen a ball. Usually you see it hit the green and backspin. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a ball do a one hop in front of the green, bounce behind the pin and still roll backwards into the hole. That could be a lot of factors. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I've never seen it. Voodoo. uh, (laughs) Some sorcery. I don't know. It worked though. Oh, Sorry, we're watching the TV. And Corey Kluber just got smacked with a line drive. He's a pitcher for the Dodgers. Highlights. These are highlights. Yeah. Oh, that didn't go well. Anyways, it was a great event. Um, I would definitely go back. Yeah. Definitely go back. Uh, I've been told before by guys that have been to PGA events that... Yeah, it's cool to be there on Saturday and Sunday, like when the official golf is going on. But actually, like Wednesday and Thursday and Friday are a lot more fun because the guys are uh, like on their practice day. They're a lot more social Mm -hmm. and open to meeting people and actually talking to you. So being there on like a Wednesday when they're having their practice day, that would be a lot of fun to go experience. But it sounds like the place to be is Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) the waste management open where everybody just gets sauced and yeah but no it was a it was a fun event i would i will show that in the tiger woods pg definitely 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 go back we probably will go back next year yeah so what else is new (laughs) we've talked about John Deere Classic for 27 minutes now. Bring up the LIV golf. Okay. Um, 
not talking about anything that anybody else hasn't yet. So um, everybody's opinions are a little bit different about it. Um, Live Golf is this golf league that is a professional level golf league, a golf tour, if you will, that sort of like an like in the early days of football, like an NFL and an AFL. Yeah. So I mean, more but if, if you think about it, like in more modern times. If the NBA, the National Basketball Association, was starting to lose, like, LeBron, whatever, but (laughs) was starting to lose, like, LeBron and, um, you know, James Harden and Curry and Curry. And if they were starting to lose all of these guys to a rival basketball league that was paying them a lot more money, that's the kind of effect that. This is having on golf right now. Yeah. But that's, I don't know how much compared to golf. Your normal PGA event is going to have a purse somewhere usually between like five to 10 million, I would say. Mm -hmm. And your purse is your overall amount of money that is going to be paid out at that event. And so JT put, I don't remember exactly. That's where's our fact checker when we need him. Okay. That's an All right, this is a perfect example right here. So the purse for the payout money for the John Deere Classic is $7.1 million. Mm-hmm. Okay? And everybody's getting paid. In more or less. More or less. So, oh, well, hold on a second. Kelly Craft, he tied for 24th and made $57,000, almost smacking me in the face. Yep. I would do it too. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Long story short, $7.1 million payout for the John Deere Classic, right? Mm-hmm. JT Poston winning the event won $1,278,000 as a prize for first place. And going through like. Sixth place is two hundred and fifty rounded off two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh Kelly Kraft, like we talked about, fifty-seven thousand tied for twenty-fourth. And then we're gonna get down to like, okay, so oh, shoot. My phone did something weird. Sorry. Uh 69th place was still almost fifteen thousand dollars. Hmm. Can't live on that, but you just made $15,000 playing golf, right? So this is pretty typical for PGA events. Yeah. A purse between 5 to $10 million. The winner is going to get in that $1 to $2 million range, and everybody else is making money based off of how they play. It's the way it's always been. So... This live golf thing comes out and everybody's opposed to it because one, it's not old school PGA. Um, In terms of rules, it's not, it, it, the, the, we'll get to the rules, but in, um, man, I'm trying to find the best way to explain it. In terms of, uh, you, you've only got so much to pay to field and, they're not making money off of they're not they're not getting hotel money, they're not getting gas money, they're not on any kind of 
contract besides the sponsors they have. The guys wearing hats to say um, Callaway. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that name is on their hat. Title Callaway, Titleist. Those guys are getting paid a pretty nice paycheck no. to play with that company's stuff. And I'm sure it's the same way. Uh, Jordan Spieth's getting a crap ton of money to wear Under Armour gear. Tiger Woods is getting paid a crap ton of money to wear Nike gear. But from the shafts to the club heads to the bags to the to the ball to the some guys even have like Mastercard mm-hmm. on their collar. They're they're sponsored by non endemic sponsors that have nothing to do with golf. They just even the grips. You can sponsor pretty much anything, anything on the golf bag, on the golf club. And it reminds me of archery because yeah. a guy can shoot a certain bro, a certain bow with a different arrow, with a different vein for that arrow, for a different string company. For you, know, you can really dissect the whole thing. You can't do that as much with football, with uniforms and whatnot. But you can like have personalized cleats and stuff, right? And gloves, right? So. These guys are spending their own money to only make how well they play, which is the way it's always been. Mm -hmm. The second thing they don't like about this Saudi league is it's Saudi money, Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia. They're the one, the Saudi public fund or whatever it's called, um, is putting up the money to do this thing. And a lot of people don't want anything to do with it because, well, they're... They're not a nation of whatever, blah, blah, blah. So they've, they've got a poor track record when it comes to certain things in the world, mm-hmm. we'll say. Which I have a whole different opinion on as well. But anywho, you got a bunch of people up in arms about it. Well, now you got a handful of golfers that have left because you have guys like Phil Mickelson that haven't even swung a golf club before they've started in this league and signed a contract for $200 million. You got guys like Dustin Johnson who have signed around, I want to say between 120, $140 million before he even picks up a golf club to come play the event. Mm -hmm. These guys have contracts. It's, it's not like Aaron Rodgers signs this multi-million dollar contract. If he goes out and throws four interceptions at his next game, He's still getting paid. He still gets that same paycheck. I know that he's got some incentives and bonuses built in, you know, through the season, X amount of touchdowns, wins. Mm-hmm. If you go to the playoffs, you get another bonus, blah, blah, blah. But these guys on PGA, they don't have that. They're spending their own money besides their sponsors to go and play an event, to stay in a hotel, to do this, to do that. Um, gas, entry fees, yada, yada. That stuff has got to add up after a while, no matter how much money you're getting out of it. And I'll have to find the fact, but... So in terms of, besides money... Dustin Johnson Johnson signing that contract with LIV for that 100, I want to say 130... Like I said, I think it was between 120 140 million dollars before he even picked up a golf ball, signed a contract for an amount of money that was more than Tiger Woods ever made in his entire career winnings. Not his sponsors or his money on the side or anything else that he got, 
just winning his paycheck from the PGA saying, you won this, you get this amount of money. Dustin Johnson, who is not Tiger Woods. Dustin Johnson, mm-hmm. damn good golfer. Phil Mickelson, who damn good golfer, blah, blah, blah. These guys are making more money on a signed contract guaranteed before they even pick up a golf club, more than Tiger Woods made through his entire career. A guy that changed the game. So people are freaking out. Oh, you're taking money from this nation that does nasty things, or, oh, you're going against the PGA, you're biting the hand that fed you. Okay, there's different opinions on it. My thing is, pay the guys. (laughs) Start making contracts. Start doing these things, PGA. I mean, I get it, and people don't like the whole Saudi thing, the whole Saudi part of it. Okay, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna like to live for taking money from overseas, uh, a middle a Middle East nation, stop putting gas in your car. Yeah, I mean, stop investing in the stock market because where do you think a majority of the stock market money comes from? Oil based money. Stop watching soccer. Soccer wears all of their sponsors on their jerseys when they play in the Premier League Mm -hmm. in Europe. And United Emirates, BP, all these companies. I mean, it's British Petroleum, but don't think that Britain owns a majority of BP. Mm -hmm. Or they don't buy a majority of their oil from nations like Saudi Arabia. So... Stop playing, stop watching soccer, stop uh, filling up your car with gas. If you don't like it, um, China is, you know, right up there with uh, nations that are not doing great things to their people that we don't get along with. Stop looking at your um, $800 cell phone Mm -hmm. made in China. You know, (laughs) you can't pick and choose the things. I get it. You know, I I really do. I get it. I understand why people are upset. Uh, At the same time, you can't pick and choose the things you're going to be prejudiced on. So am I happy for these guys that they can go and make $100, $200 million being the best of the world of what they do? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. We went to a PGA event. Mm -hmm. I love PGA events. It's still some of the best golfers in the world. Now, what sucks about this whole thing is you got live and you got PGA. So unless it's like the masters or uh, a major golf event that is not PGA related, that you can have all of them at the same place. Because when I go to a professional golf event, I want to see the best golfers in the world play against each other. That's a little more difficult now because a handful of them are playing in the other league. So with like higher paying prices, would that mean that, the uh, prices to get into the event would also be higher. I am unsure on what it takes to get into an LIV event. I mean, I'm sure they have other reason methods of attaining the money to pay these players. I'm pretty sure it's just Saudi Arabia public funding. Like it's, it's oil money. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not anything other than that. I won't even try and justify that, but these are these are guys making the the best at what they do, 
and do they play PGA, like what regular is the PGA courses? Worth? Okay, let's look at it this way. They're still paying. They're still playing great courses, hmm. but what? What is the PGA? There's the classics rundown. Yeah, Poston. And that dude in second shot like 500 a day to get up that high. That was awesome. The PGA Tour reserves are at about $225 million. So prior to COVID, they reported... 300 million of worth. That's not the sponsors. That's not any, that's just the equity of what the brand brings. The, the PGA is worth millions and millions and millions, maybe a billion dollars. Very, very profitable business. And the guys in the PGA at these events are golfing for, a million dollars tops if they win. Mm-hmm. Where's all the money going to? <laughs> you know, everything you see that has a PGA logo on it, that that company's making a crap ton of money. Yeah, and I love the PGA. Don't get me wrong, but pay your golfers. And they've already come out with next year like four more events that only the top fifty golfers in the world can attend uh, for a total of like seventy five million. So all of a sudden they pull this money out of their backside and decide that they're going to put on this other thing to challenge the LIV. Why didn't you do that before there was an LIV? Mm-hmm. Like you have the money, you have the best in the business. So it well, now, just, now they actually have competition. Yeah. And they've got to step it up and um, guaranteed contracts are probably the next thing coming for PGA because mm-hmm. how are you going to keep guys around if they can go, to another league. The When's rules... the uh, LIV EA game coming out? You know? <laughs> that would be awesome. But what they do is PGA plays four ga- four days of 18 holes. And at the end of four days, you got a running total and obviously the best score wins. Mm-hmm. They also have tee times. They all start on hole one. They tee off. They wait until they're out of view the next group, and then the next group, and then the next group. Now, the LIV has decided they're going to do shotgun starts. They're going to put everybody on 18 different holes. Mm -hmm. They're going to start it that way, and they play three days of 18 holes. So, essentially, the wear and tear on these guys' bodies, it is golf, but golf is tiring. Golf is work, especially when you do it at the level that these guys are doing it. Um. They're playing. They're playing a third of the events that they would normally play in a PGA year calendar year. They're making more money than Tiger Woods made throughout the course of his career, and they're having to play less golf to do it. I, on top of their contracts that they sign, they they keep all the money that they win on top of it. Mm-hmm. And some of the sponsors have pulled away from some of these guys, not want to support them for it. But some of these guys are still making. Do you even need sponsor money if you're signing a hundred million dollar contract to play golf? It's true. So it's not here nor there. It's all opinion. It's all whatever. My 
devil's advocate on the whole thing is, is if you're going to judge these guys for taking hundred million dollar contracts to, to go play golf because it's money from what some would consider a tyrannical nation. Um, these guys are doing what's best for them. They're the best at what they do. So if you don't like it, like, like I said, stop putting gas in your car, stop looking at your cell phone, stop investing in the stock market, <laughs> stop watching your Chinese made TVs yeah, or your Xboxes or your Playstations. It, you know, every look around you, not too many of the tags on the things that you own are made in the USA. You'll be surprised. Not even on your vehicle that's supposed to be that Chevy's got a lot of Chinese plastic parts on it. Trust me. Yeah. So if you're going to judge these guys for going and making more money than they've ever dreamed of to do what they're best at. Okay. Think about it this way. You say, oh, I love my job. I'd never leave the people I worked for. Okay. If you're making a hundred million more dollars to do what you're doing right now to go to that other company and do it, you're going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, for less work on guaranteed money, you're going to do it. It, it. You know, if you're making an X amount of dollars and someone says, hey, Seth, I'll pay you $100 million more million to go do what you're doing all day, every day. Actually, you're only going to have to work four days a week instead of five. You're going to say, well, where do I sign? Yeah. The only question is, has, uh, is how long... How long is this going to stay afloat? Yeah, that's the question everybody's asking. Is this going to be a one-and-done type deal? Is this going to be a... And and it's going to be interesting on how it all folds out. Is it going to be a one-and-done type deal? Is it going to be um, when it fades out, is the PGA going to take these guys back? Are they going to step up their game? Is there going to... It's hard to tell, but it'll be interesting. So that was our experience. Um Definitely would go back again. Mm-hmm. Definitely enjoyed it. Uh, it is the 3rd of July. We just got done with our fireworks, which was fun because now that I have a home, yeah. I could just sit in my backyard and watch them, which was cool as crap. Um, other than that, you know, we've got some other episodes coming out soon. I am super stoked for... The Fest of the Woods, the Timber the back. Timber Fest, Outback. Timber Fest. Outback, Backwoods, Timber we Fest. We are officially, unofficially the sponsor for Timber Fest the this year. officially unofficial sponsors. Correct. So we will be pushing the festival. We are kind of helping getting the bands together. And we will be getting more information on that real soon. So... Hope you guys enjoy. Um, check out the Insta. Check out the Facebook. If you didn't enjoy this episode, I'm sorry. We talked a lot about golf, but it was a cool experience. Mm-hmm. If you're not into golf, don't listen to it. It's fine. Tune in next time. Maybe we'll get to talking about the uh, SEC stuff and all of that. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Big waves, apparently. Big things happening in college sports right now. So we might really have to cover that. College sports, but. We got music to cover coming up. We've got uh, we got guests coming. We do have guests. Got guests. So if you're tired of listening to us, well, you're in luck. Because <laughs> I don't blame you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Stay wild. Dial it in. And uh, 
let us know what you think. Catch us up on the socials and peace out. Catch you on the flip side. You're going to say bye? Or did you? Did you just say bye? No, that was a Boondock Saints reference. Yeah, but that was a way to say goodbye. Well, I take it back. (laughs) Seth still refuses to say goodbye, even though he did. Okay, bye.